you have tuned in to another installment of what? Wait, what's the name of our show again? Follow Brian. Ah, oh, I do this. Oh, Pastors of Pain. Yes. I thought this was Pastors of Cadu County, which is, or Caddo County, which is straight south of us. Logan County? Logan County? Pushmataha. That's also another county. There are in Oklahoma. 77 counties in the state of Oklahoma. Do you have a favorite county besides Payne? Uh, I mean, I spent a lot of time in Tulsa County. Uh, boo. I also, I like, I like Osage County. Osage oh. County is the largest of the 77 I, counties. I do land, like Osage Land County. area. Oh, it's beautiful. It is. County's beautiful. Well, welcome back to another uh, installment of the world's greatest podcast radio show. I'm here with my co-host, my amigo, another priest of the Diocese of Tulsa, Father Brian O'Brien. I'm Father Kerry Wakulich, pastor of uh, St. John Catholic Student Center at the corner of Miller and Knobloch, and Father O'Brien O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier on Country Club and Mick. McElroy? McElroy? 7-Eleven North Country Club. Join us. Join us. We're having a rocking summer. Holy cow. Yeah, mine's slow. It's so fun. No students. When are the students back? Well, there's 70 of them in town, but all of them are working and doing homework. And a lot of student athletes are in town. Yeah, a lot of that stuff. I just took a gulp of coffee. If that's what you just heard on the mic. Nice. It is. Uh, it is also a uh, a really incredible, uh, fun filled weekend because it's it's a combo, the double combo of Trinity Sunday and Dad's Day or Father's Ooh, Day. We're celebrating the the solemnity of the Most Holy Trinity. The solemnity. I like. I really. Am, I like the formal names of stuff. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like. Give me another one. Well, well, like the solemnity of Pentecost that was oh, celebrated yes, last sure. week. You know the. The coming up in what a couple of weeks, the solemnity of the most holy body and blood of the of our Lord Jesus Christ, or something. I don't know. Also known as Corpus even like Christi. Christmas. Christmas is called like the Nativity of the Lord. Oh yeah, that's right. You know, I mean, we just call it Christmas. You know, but I like the, I like those formal. I like the formal. I think it's more descriptive. Yeah. Of what it is okay. that we're doing. Wonderful. Yeah. So it's the, yeah, it's uh, the the solemnity of the most holy Trinity, also known as the weekend the deacons preach. Is it really? Uh, yeah. Not, not at St. John. I don't... Well, I have a deacon preaching. Although, he's just preaching the English masses. I'm preaching in Spanish. Oh, okay. Good. Yeah. Well, it's it's double dad's day because Jesus' whole mission on earth is to bring us to the Father. Wow. Ooh. And it's Father's and Day. And it's Father's Day. Also known, also known in just like the local dialect, also known as double dad's day. I just made that up. <laughs> yeah, by the way. did. <laughs> Double Dad's Day is awesome. You it's, get to uh, honor honor the Holy Trinity and the Father who sent the Son. But you can't just call it if you, if, if you on on Trinity Sunday. If all you do is talk about the Father, then you're missing out on the whole Trinity. Oh, you wanna? Well, yeah. Of, of thank you. Of course. So it, it's also like on Double Dad's Day, you get to give gifts to your your pops, your dad, and one of them. One of the greatest gifts you can give to your father is your presence. Is your presence? Oh, it is. We need to do an episode about the the Sunday obligation. <gasps> that would be brilliant. About going to mass. Uh, like why it's both divinely inspired to tell us we need to go to mass uh, and, and a to commandment the Lord, and a commandment and necessary for the salvation of our souls. Wow! And the beauty okay. of that. Uh, that's the, that? that's the gift you can bring. Uh, the Holy Trinity this Sunday as you honor them, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Even though God a, doesn't need you. Yeah. He wants so you. So that's kind of, yeah, that's kind of, you know, God doesn't need you, but 
you're supposed to be at you know at mass. Do you ever get your uh, your your earthly dad a uh, really fun gift on de- on Father's Day? Da- uh, we were here? not. I am not. You know how like they you know they have like the love languages. You know, yeah. we, I talk about those with like engaged couples. Mine is not. I am not a good gift giver. I've noticed. Or, <laughs> or really. a good gift receiver, quite frankly. Uh, yeah, so I've never uh, been like – I mean, I usually – I mean, this is this week's a good example. Like, it's Father's Day, and I mean, I'm going to call my dad. Mm-hmm. But I didn't think, you know, a week ahead of time, oh, man, I better go get him something or order something or – I just am not, and I'm getting worse as I as I get older. Like I think I used to be more thoughtful. I yeah. think I just have too many thoughts, <laughs> and that has made me not very thoughtful. You know? Yeah. And I get okay, people I tell it. me that all the time. Even like st- my, the staff at the parish. You know, like I'm not, I'm not very, like thoughtful. Lower. Like, I don't. You're well, it, of- I, it's kind of a uh, a lot of times you're just sort of wrapped up in the day to day, and so I don't. I'm not always like thinking about you know, days ahead or weeks ahead because I'm, you know, you're so sort of caught up, but that's a dangerous way to live. can be because you know why? Why? Because you're going to die someday. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You're going to, you know, you're going to be, all you're going to be doing is thinking about today and then that's going to be your last day. And then you're going to be with the Trinity forever. I hope so. That's my goal. I hope so. My goal. Well, I'll tell you a story about my dad. I think I've mentioned this on the, uh, on the show before, but my dad, uh, he just, he is a planner. My dad is so dang organized. It's unbelievable. Let me, let, let me pose a question. How organized is he? Now, when we the, had on our way to our Peru mission trip. Yeah. You hung out with my parents. We hung out with your parents. Did you go in the garage? I did not, but oh, I went through the you house. You missed out. You missed out. If you didn't go in the, in the O'Brien family garage, you missed out on, uh, the boxes that are all uh, identically sized and all labeled. Well, but okay. So mm. I was caught watching your dad cook because he is not very skilled at spatula to food uh, to plate. Well, he's uh, older. Yeah, yeah. He, he was really great. He's probably gonna listen to this and then smash my he's shins. He's not in. in his prime anymore. So he took a burger off. Uh, and he was talking to me, and he's walking oh, over. Problem. He was walking over to put it on the tray, like maybe two feet away. And he he looks down, and the burger's gone. Oh, it had fallen off, and he hadn't noticed. Oh man, <laughs> it was. Yeah, you can't. Was uh, I was like, oh, that's too many things at once: talking okay. and cooking. Yeah, so multitasking. So, but so organizing. my dad, yeah, so he's just super, super organized. So he's always been. You know, he's always, he always like traveled a lot. And so he would, you know, he, he would always sort of have like what trips are coming up next. And, you know, he has, Anna has a wife and, and like five kids. And so, you know, you got, you kind of got to be organized if you're going to try to, you know, make that, make that happen. But, uh, the, the way in which I knew my dad was most organized, this happened, oh, about, I don't know, five, five, six years ago. I was home over Christmas break and my dad pulls me into his office and he says, Brian, I need to, I need to show you something. And I'm like, okay. So he goes to his. Oh, I think you told me to about his. Uh, just these, he's got these folders. You know, his like 2017 taxes. <laughs> uh, you know, family reunion, and everything has a notebook, and it's labeled, and and then there's this book. It's, I mean, it's a, it's a. <laughs> I know what you're gonna say. And I'm it's his book, and it's called 
I'm dead. <laughs> it's the Sorry. I'm, it's the I'm dead book. And he opens it up and he walks me through it. This is the book where you go when he dies. Does your mom have one? No, her stuff is in there too. Oh, okay. I think he's anticipating that he's going to go first. Yeah. That is the norm. I mean, that's women live longer than men. Okay. Odds would be. Yeah. But anyway, so you go through it and there is like these sort of step-by-step instructions of what to do okay. when my dad's day, when his, when his day comes, when his great getting up morning comes. What? I'm sorry, what? His great getting up morning. Wait, I, That's I like your that last means. day on earth. The great? Your, your great getting up day. Where'd you come up with that? It was in the movie Glory. Like the movie of the Civil yeah, War? With Morgan Freeman, yeah. Oh, I don't remember that. Anyway, so you go through it, and it has step-by-step instructions. So okay. in that book is like what to do uh, with like insurance, the, f- the funeral, uh, cemetery wow. plot. His obituary is written. <laughs> is it he long? wrote it. Is it long or short? Uh, it's gone through varying, uh, he's sent it to us, to the kids over the years. Uh, over the years, like he's been planning for his, he's been working on it. Yeah. His headstone, (laughs) um, all that. And it's all, it's all planned. Now, some people I think would say that guy is crazy. (laughs) What kind of a person has that level of detail? But here's what I know. And I think, you know, too, from being a priest, the number of times, you know, some people, when they die, it's you, you know it's coming. You've got time. you got cancer. It, you've been yeah. given six months to live. And so you got this, like, time to kind of get your stuff in order. Um, other people, it's, it happens suddenly. Yeah, uh, with no, uh, out of nowhere. Like Father Bob here in Stillwater. Yep. Like, he just died. Like, yep. they went Sunday Mass. They went to look for him. and He wasn't there. Yep. He, was, uh, yep. he was in his house. Uh, you know, it, it was... Uh, the diocese, you know, really insistent on end of life things and like making sure your will is set and your for priests for priests. Yes. So it's planned. We had to turn in. I mean, it was like a month after ordination. Yeah, I'm like exactly. sitting down to write my my uh, funeral plans, readings. Who's preaching? Oh, by the way, you're it? preaching at my funeral. I am. Uh huh. Congratulations. Really? Hope hope I go first. I called. I remember. Uh, I called. Uh, I asked uh, Father Jack Gleason. You know, he's a good friend, good mentor. One of the reasons I'm a priest in Tulsa. And I called him. I mean, this isn't this a strange conversation? Hey, Jack. Hey, Brian. Brian what's going Brian, on? How man? you doing? Um, quick question: Will you preach my funeral? And he said. And he said, "Sure, great. No Let problem. me think about it. All right, let's get some lunch. Good. Bye." Uh, but, but I know, uh, what I've seen in, in, in working with people over the last 12 years as a priest, there are people who are prepared and there are people who are not. Well, that there was a priest, his family inheritance, I, that was, went to all his siblings. They all died before him. So it all went to him. He, when he died, it went to like his niece's kids oh who he had never seen or oh, met oh wow and because they, he didn't have anything written down because he didn't have anything yeah. written down and it didn't go to the diocese it didn't go to the yep. seminary vocation yep. fund it didn't go to the poor yep. it went to two 40 year old people that had never even met him before yep. didn't even know his name so i think we what we we were th- we were talking today about just some encouragement for all your listeners out there and and i and hear this 
it doesn't matter how old you are. I think there's a sense of like, okay, now I'm 70 and I need to start planning my funeral. I had now one at 19. I'm, now I'm 80. Now I'm nine. You know, no, like if you if you are an adult of any age, yeah, it's time to start getting your stuff in order. And, and I think some people sort of have this sense of like that it's going to be bad luck. Well, if I plan my funeral, I'm going to die. Well, people plan their funerals all the time and don't die. Well, we we had to get one at uh, in the in the air. Oh, Force. in the military, sure. The air, For- the air Force. We were going on deployments all the time, and they're like, uh, "You you you could better die. have your stuff in order." Sure. And so you were processing in. It was like you got your vaccines, you got your body armor, you got your weapons number, you got your gas mask. You went to these trainings, and it was like, and it was a checklist, and it said will. And yeah, you do you have a it. will? You had to go yeah. to the base lawyer, get it filled out, and it yep. was like, everything goes to my parents, John and Jenny Wakula. It's sealed, folded up, yep. two copies were made, it went there, one into my deployment kit, went to this. And so then, now, you know, I would think, and I, and I know this from having now planned my own funeral, like, <laughs> I kind of have peace of mind with it. Yeah. I don't have to worry. My stuff's in order. I went and I met with an attorney for like an hour uh, in Tulsa. This was 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. All, exactly. And here's here's what's happening to my stuff. If I have any money left over, it's going here. Uh, my black clothes. Black clothes. <laughs> let's go, find another priest. They'll fit. And, I, and, off, <laughs> and off we go. So I think I think especially those who are listening, who uh, if you have a spouse, if you have children, and you do not have, I'm going to sound a little harsh here, but if you do not have your will in order, your funeral plans in order, your advanced directives in order. You are doing a disservice to your family. Why? Why a disservice? Well, to your family? because Tell so here's what I've seen, and that is somebody somebody dies again suddenly or or predicted um, when they don't have their stuff in order. So here here's what's expected when somebody dies. The family is then expected to, if things are not planned, the family is then expected to plan. Okay. And so in the midst of grief. Ooh, got in it. the midst of trying to, you know, if your family's all over the place, trying to organize people coming into town and yeah, all that, you're also right trying to plan a funeral. You're also trying to, I mean, in some cases, meet with the funeral home, uh, meet with attorneys, correct? Meet with the musicians at the church. I mean, all these things that that could have been done when you weren't in mourning, when you had a clear head. They could have been done months or years ago, and you just put them on paper. So what actually what got me thinking about this, not only because my dad's awesome and it's Father's Day, but um, I had a couple uh, parishioners who met with me. They, just, they came up to me after Mass, and they just said, we'd like to meet with you to talk about our funeral. Now, my first, my first reaction is it's, like, okay. are, are you okay? <laughs> like, are you? And they're like, no, right? we're, we're okay. We're okay. But we just wanted to kind of get all that. And so we did. We sat down for about a half hour. And I walked them through, like, what what happens at the funeral, um, what the different roles would be. And so sure enough, so this couple now has written down what their readings are. Open, opening him, you had to, like, yes. white out. It says, when I die, I may not go to heaven. My way Texas. by Frank Sinatra. No. <laughs> so they have their, their hymns, their, their music picked out, the readings picked out. Who's going to do the readings? Who's bringing up, like, the bread and wine at the Mass? What? Um, well, you know what? What like what priests and deacons they would like to be there now? Are can, is that all going to happen exactly like they've written it down? Maybe not. I mean, they may say, you know, like we want this priest to do our, our funeral. Okay, well that priest isn't here anymore, or that priest died. Okay, correct. And so you go on to Plan B, 
but they have it all written down. And then this is the key that I think a lot of people don't do. You have it in your mind. Oh yeah, no, I'll, I'll be fine. I'll just, I'll just tell people when I'm dying. Well, we know, we don't always know. We know not the day nor the hour. And so not only getting it out of your head and onto paper, but then giving it to the people in your life who can do something with it. So if you, if all you do is tell your spouse, here's what I want for my funeral and expect him or her to remember it. <laughs> what if you died together? Well, so the other person comes Write out with it down. Alzheimer's. Give it to your kids. Give it to your grandkids. I mean, my dad, I mean, maybe my dad is the extreme. He sat down with all five of us individually and walked through the I'm Dead book page by page. Was it, I am well-versed on my dad's and mom's funeral plans. Was it awkward? Okay, let me give you some options. Was it awkward, funny, uh, kind of uh, uh, emotional bond for the A family? A little bit, yeah. No, I mean, so it's, it, it's, I mean, it's weird sitting with your dad talking about his funeral. I mean, that's, that's a weird conversation weird but, like weird like oh well, I just, he's, it's just unusual like, he's not it's unusual forever. it's unusual but i mean this is i think one of the best things about about the christian life um this is not the only life we get and so i know people have kind of this fear of death you don't really want to talk about it but we should be talking about it we should be talking about it all the time um, we should be thinking about our our death um, and not in a morbid way and not, oh, I can't wait. It's going to be so great. You know, not like that. Right. But that that you you are going to die someday. You just are. Uh, a student had on a gray T-shirt yesterday I saw, and it said in Latin, remember you're going to die. Ooh. Uh, momentus yeah. Memento, mori. Memento mori. Memento yeah. mori. And the, and the O on ori uh, was a skull. Yeah. It, it's, it, and that There's, is at the very, very life of the church is... You know, the Lord Jesus is coming. Is I mean, Jesus it, died and rose. No dying, no rising. Uh-huh. And so it's a, it's a part of life. And how prepared are we? So here's what I would what I would urge people to do. Uh, there's actually a wonderful uh, little. I just I just Google it every time <coughs> I need it, but it's the you can just Google like Catholic funeral readings. Okay. Just go through and just start picking out scripture. Next time you're at mass and you hear like a, a hymn that you really like, you know I love, for example, the hymn like "Lift High the Cross." They played that at my grandpa's funeral, Whoa. and every time I hear it, I mean it, it's it's just beautiful. "Lift High the Cross," the love of Christ proclaim till all the world proclaim uh, your glorious name. Yeah, something like something that. Like, yeah. Anyway, so I have that. That I would like that played at my funeral. You have that on the list. It's on my list. Lift high the cross. Lift high the cross. Exactly. The so as you hear things like that, then then write them down. And then sit down. I mean, this would take you seriously maybe an hour to Correct. plan to plan your funeral. I agree. Go and meet with the funeral home. My parents have bought they their caskets are purchased. <laughs> my dad, this is this is my dad actually wanted he wanted it. to get his casket ahead of time. And bring and have it at the house and turn it into a bookshelf. No. Yes, but they what? wouldn't. They wouldn't go. They wouldn't well, do well, it. Uh, doesn't Saint Minerid make coffins? They do. That's where my coffin's coming from. Really? Abbey Abbey caskets. It's called. Do they yeah. uh, like jet? 
do they have a one, Arch Abbey, they have a one size fits all? So like you, they'll just stuff you in. What there are you like, trying to say? <laughs> you're girthy <laughs> and tall. You're tall and girthy. Uh, they make different sizes. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, because there's I mean there's baby baby coffins and okay. There was a uh, it was in the EOC. Uh, Eastern Oklahoma Catholic uh, News Magazine. Oh, I was like ten or twelve years ago, and it was a priest who had his coffin in his in his uh, yeah. rectory. Yeah, and use it as a coffee table. Like, he, or like he ordered it, and they sent it to him, and he's yeah. like, "What? What am I going to do with this thing?" So he just like left put it some in the shelves li- in it and throw some books on there. Well, but because we're afraid of death, we don't talk about it enough. We don't, but you know, but here's my, my question would be, did, did Jesus rise from the dead or not? Yes, he did. Thank you. Enough said. And if he did, then what, what is our big fear? Why are we so afraid to talk about death? We, in fact, talk about, it. if you go to Sunday Mass, if you go to Mass, I mean, at all during Lent, at all during Easter, I mean, all we're doing is talking about the dying and rising of Jesus. You go to a baptism. The death of Lazarus. Yeah, it, in a, at a baptism. You know, you, you, you die, die to sin. Yeah, it's all over the place. We're always talking about death. But then we get outside of church, and then we don't want to talk about it. So you're saying it's important, for, for especially for families. I would like to, uh, with this podcast, break the ice in all families to sit down and talk about death and your funeral get those plans down what a what a great gift you will give to your family and it's not an immediate kind of thing it's the kind of thing that when it happens when your time comes they're going to say oh my gosh i can't believe he i can't believe she planned all this out like so awesome because okay. what happens is I, you know you plan trying to plan a funeral and you hand i hand this book to this family who's grieving and i say all right, sometime in the next, you know, 2 days, can you all let me know what readings you want to use? I don't do many funerals. So and a lot of times I, the family's like, oh, I don't know, you know, and and so I'll I'll offer like, you know, I I'm happy to pick them out. And a lot of times they're like, yeah, you go, you pick them out. But ideally, you know, the family would have sat down and and kind of carefully gone through these beautiful scriptures that speak yeah, of of death and resurrection and eternal life. But there's there, we it's hard it's very hard to do when you're when you're grieving. Give, give me a, a a list now. I've I've been to funerals. I've not probably sat down with families maybe once. That's in, so okay, weird. nine years as a priest. Yeah, you've been around and, college and, kids. And I and I've I probably sat down with families maybe once, maybe twice. Okay, definitely once, maybe a second time to sit down to like pick out readings yeah. uh, what are some of the things like in that process that uh, they should know to put together so when they then go to the i don't know the funeral home here in uh, Stillwater what's the funeral home that we've There's two Strode Strode and uh, Dighton Marler okay yeah they're so both got, do a great job so you, you go to them and you say hey I'm I'm going to plan my funeral here's what I uh, I got. Yeah. So there's two aspects to it. There's as a Catholic, there there is the there is the funeral mass, and so that consists of hit what what songs do you want, mm-hmm. and what readings do you want, and then kind of who's going to do what. Now, hymn wise, this is not like I just love Neil Diamond. <laughs> I want Neil Diamond played at my. Uh, I want Rocket Man. Elton John, no. Burn no. it like a fuse of <laughs> hair. 
hymns. We want hymns, right? Catholic hymns. Um, we, we do not play Somewhere Over the Rainbow, right? You can put that in your slideshow later. Mini right? ukulele? Thing? So there's the, there's the mass, um, and then there's the kind of the other details. So the, the mass, you'd work out with the priest or deacon at, at, the, at your parish, and then the other piece of that you work out with the funeral home, and that's uh, where are you going to be buried? Okay. What kind of casket do you want? You know, do you want like little prayer prayer cards that people will be able to to pick up? You know, do you want to do something the evening before? You know, it's very common here in Oklahoma to do um, like a vigil service, a rosary the night before, and that tends to be a little more informal. So that's when when people say like, oh, I want to, we want one of the grandkids to get up and like talk about grandma. Right. I think the more appropriate place for that is the, even, the, the evening before. Um, and not at the not at the funeral mass itself. Uh, so so those kinds of details. So you've got the the liturgy, and then you've got the sort of behind the scenes details. Where are you going to be buried? What what kind of coffin do you want? And that's the kind of thing. And you can work that out now. Yeah, you can work that out now. And I really would recommend it. Go and sit down with the funeral home, and whatever again, whatever age you are, if you're an adult, and especially again, especially if you're if you're married, if you have other people depending on you. Go and just like start this process. Yeah, it, it's important You'll to start. This, it's important to start this process. Uh, now, on one occasion, I had the opportunity to go to a funeral, and then was told the funeral was not going to happen because oh. the people had not done a, a will. The couple they couldn't find the will. Oh, and so since the couple. Since the man who died was under the supervision of his children, who were no longer practicing Catholics, they then got to determine what was going to happen. And there was no funeral mass for this man who had been a faithful Catholic. Oh, that's the worst. Had been a faithful Catholic and a convert who was like just a zealous, holy dude who never got, he got a funeral mass. I celebrated a funeral mass for him uh, that day, that evening. But there was no funeral mass in the church. You just celebrate. I mean, you celebrated I mass celebrated for him. I celebrated private mass. So we'd call that, yeah, we just call that a memorial a mass. A memorial mass. Yeah. Thank you for the correction. But his body was, I mean, you didn't bless his body. No. Nope. You didn't. Oh. I don't even know where he's buried. Oh. They like took him and did all yep. of that stuff. And That's so, it, so terrible. And so none of his friends were able to attend his funeral. Now, I invited them over to the memorial yeah. mass. But people were just like, there was this sad moment because- like he had passed on his faith to his kids, and his kids didn't accept it. Yeah, and so now they were like, "Well, we don't want to." And it sounds like mass. he didn't put maybe things in in writing. There was nothing in as writing. Much, yeah, it's like a contract. If it's not in the contract, it doesn't exist. Yeah, if you don't have, so you got to pass it on. You got to not only just think it. This is what I want. You got to write it down. Amen, brother. Wow. What and about uh, what's your take on you know we, we, the difference in the in the Catholic tradition? We celebrate. A, you know, a funeral mass, or we call it a mass of the resurrection, versus the phrase, we just have a couple minutes left, but versus the phrase, a celebration of life. You seen that? Like when, you, when there, there's, there'll be a funeral and they'll say, please join us for this, you know, this person's, ce- we're celebrating their life. We don't really use it. We don't really use that phrase in the Catholic tradition. I've, I've seen it and I'm not sure what it means. I've been to, a funeral, a se- let me correct. I've been to a celebration of life event, and they got up and they just basically spent the next thirty to forty minutes talking about this person. Right, and I'm like, 
Okay, so when are we going to pray for this dude? Yeah, when, yeah, and I think that's uh, the well, difference. Like, when are we going to talk about Jesus and the resurrection? It was like, and so and so, and it's actually I've been to two. I've been to an older person and a younger person, and both times I was left just kind of like, okay, that was the uh, uh, uh. yeah. I, I, they were both not directed to the salvation of somebody's soul, and so, they just talked about the dude's life. So that's a big, I think, a difference in in the way that Catholics celebrate life and death. Uh, and that is, it's not so much, I mean, obviously it is about the person in that they've died, but we are there at a, at a, at a rosary, at a funeral mass, for, to pray for the soul of the person who has died. We don't just assume, oh, they've died, and well, now they're, now they're good to go. They may be in Texas, that they we need, need to pray for their They souls. need our prayers, even after their death. So that's something, and there's a whole, maybe we do another show on why we pray for the dead, or... That'd be that'd be kind of interesting. Purgatory, actually. purgatory, ooh, heaven, death, judgment, what? heaven and hell. Ooh, the four last things. Yes, I like it. Wow. Okay. So, so it, it's important. It's important to have this. Think about your own death. Don't dwell on it. Don't let it dominate your life. But are you ready? Would your kids? Would your spouse? Would they know what you are? What you want for after yeah. your day? You're great getting up morning. Great getting up. Two things prepared. A, is your soul prepared to meet Jesus? Confession. Yeah, cleaning out of the soul, getting baptized, becoming a Christian. Second, is your little I'm dead book ready yeah. for the people of yeah. God? Wow. God, God bless my dad. God bless. Happy Double Dad's Day. Happy, what is this? Holy, Trin- Holy Trinity Sunday, where we honor the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit, and our good dad. So, Give a shout out to both of them today and worship the Lord and say hi to your dad. Blessings from Payne County. God bless everyone.